Welcome, our virtual water cooler friends, to Into the Filmverse, episode 20. What is Into the Filmverse, you ask? Well, that's a great question. Uh, it's a movie fan podcast where we cover all types of films and film news, and it's hosted by none other than myself, Mitchell Chandler, and my best friend, Bryce Payne. And uh, today we're going to be discussing breaking film news, Denzel Washington's newest film, The Little Things, and various bits of content uh, we watch throughout the week. If you want to see our views for the films we talk about today, or get thoughts on our other movies we watch, be sure to join us on Letterboxd, the social network for film lovers. Um, basically just like a diary for all the different films we watch. Um, it's so honestly we, so funny that it's a social media platform, but you really can't is. talk to people. No, it's literally just like <laughs> reviewing films. Just, honestly, just lo- it's been like, look, I watched this, you're like, oh, neat, cool, that looks good. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, you find so many films that you would not have thought about before. And not only that, but it's just like, it helps like the way I can reference films from like way back in the day that I never thought I would like have watched or like oh did I watch this and then you can go back oh yeah I watched this and this is what I thought of it. It's so nice, especially for me because I was totally keeping track of my movies last year on like a note and thing in my phone. I was just posting them on Twitter and so I was like looking up on Twitter every time I want. I, I put my own hashtag Mitch for movie reviews. So every time that like I wanted to look back at a movie, I would like look up my hashtag and like scroll like a thousand times to try to find the movie. <laughs> Dude, it makes it, I was, I'd be like, have I seen this? I'd be like, you watched. I'm like, all right, nice. This is better. <laughs> exactly. Because I was trying to keep track of how many movies I watched. So I was having to count every single oh, right. movie. And it has stats. And like, honestly, it's like it's like the best thing for movie, movie fan thing. It's so even right. if you don't want to follow us, I would just recommend checking it out. And that's called Letterboxd. I thought you should follow us. You we should. Post, we, um, I post a lot. He's here or there. And you can find Bryce paying at. Uh, paying reviews. I had to think about my handle. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is it again? <laughs> I know it's hard sometimes to remember everything. Uh, but yeah, it's pain for him. For it's pain reviews, P A Y N E reviews. Oh, yeah, I was supposed to do that. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. And then mine is at Mitch reviews, and Mitch is spelled with a Y, so that's M Y T C H. Um, so thanks for guys for joining us. Um, and before we dive into the little things, which is Denzel Washington's new film that debuted on HBO Max and in theaters day and day, um, we're gonna go off the top with some recent movie news. So, as many of you may have been watching or know about, uh, Disney Plus came out with um, WandaVision, um, kind of after The Mandalorian. Uh, we watched episode one and two. We talked about that last episode uh, that debuted. But now, um, we're going to talk about episode three and four. And the way we like to do these these um, reviews, we're actually going to do is spoilers. So, if you don't want to know any spoilers for episode three and four, um, we're going to give a five-minute countdown. So, we're going to start five, five minutes. Doing five ten because there's two episodes. I still think five is fine, you think? I mean, I don't care. If we don't have time, we can just tell them, sorry. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk in here in about five minutes. I, I think five minutes should be enough time to talk about it. But, um, yeah, just check back in in five minutes, and we'll let you know if, if we're... Um, I think five should be okay, because I think it's I want to talk about. Cool. Okay. All right, uh, so five minutes starting now. I didn't like episode three. <laughs> Honestly, and I was trying to think about this before we started I, I like episode. It. Okay, so I, I like when I first watched it, I was like, yeah. yeah, it's good, but the longer it's taken, and like especially after episode four, I'm like... I don't like it. I honestly could not remember what the fuck happened in episode three. A pregnancy. Oh, okay, that's Birth. why. That's it. Man. That's all that happened. Yeah, I mean, it was okay, but it wasn't like I think I liked the other two episodes before that one. See, I don't like those either. The first three episodes are very dry for me. I'm like, I want to like them, but I just can't. But, episode. Oh boy, episode four, dude. I, that shit. Yep. I'm like, I'm here. I'm here yep. for the fucking run now. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, episode three was like, it was okay, all... good. But the reason I think episode one, two, and three were like even better, or they were made almost even better by the fourth episode. Dude, okay. Fourth so... episode blew the shit out of the water. So the third episode, I was I like when I was watching it, I was like, all right, you know, whatever, sure, another sitcom, whatever. So this is the whole fucking thing of the show. I'm gonna right. hate this. <laughs> but um, when episode four started with like Monica coming back from the snap, I was like, 
Oh, dude, fuck. That was the best scene in any Marvel movie or any Marvel. I, I mean, oh, I mean, you have Spider Man. I've but, seen oh, it sorry. twice now. And like seeing her run into people and shit. It's just chilling. In front of her, it's like, can you imagine working in that hospital that day? It's no, like, dude, no. People start appearing out of nowhere. You're like, what the fuck's happening? And people are like, yo, did you hear about that shit going down in uh, uptown New York? What are you talking about? Dude, bombs went off. Like, there's fucking spaceships over there and shit. Like, oh, yeah. Ant Man's like 70 feet tall back there. <laughs> like, there's explosions of shit. People are just like in New York with like binoculars going, like, what the fuck my is job, happening over there? My jaw was dropped, dude. When, oh, my God. That. Just that whole scene with him, her materializing back, and then the, the pure chaos that ensued from that happening. And I like, like I think you said this. I think you're the one who told me this. It makes you question if what the Avengers did was the right yep, thing. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and that's what I was about to say, actually. Like, because like, can you think about it? like we we're, did they do the right thing? We're always on the side of the Avengers. We're always seeing their point of yes. view. Yes. And then when you see these people, like people have moved on. They have different families. They have kids. They, they have fucked up society. You know, every, the whole world. Different, and all of a sudden, bam, everyone's back. Like you, you have gone through the grieving process. Yes. As someone being gone for five years. Like that, they're back. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh shit. Well, guess what? I'm married. Like I'm remarried. My bad. Like what the fuck happens Bro, now? I'm ch- like you can see the, the arm hairs on my thing. It, it raises <laughs> it. It's so it's so chilling. And to then me. when like you think of far from home, where they're like, oh yeah, I just I blew back into my apartment. Another family was living there. Ha 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 ha. And it's like. <laughs> It almost, like, makes me not... Oh, you have well, to go to school again? Like, they didn't touch on shit for no, this. Like, it was just like, not. oh, it's an event, it's here. And then it's like, this one's like, yo. So, like, people died during this five years. Like, <laughs> yeah. Her mom's dead. Her mom's dead. dead. Um, Oof. People have moved on. People have different lives. And then you think about the Avengers, and all they cared about was getting their friends back. You know what's even and crazier about saving this? saving the world, but let's face it, the Avengers were doing it for selfish reasons. They're like, we lost. We gotta avenge the world, even though everyone's already moved on. Right. Like, you, you saw in Endgame, people were still struggling with this. Mm-hmm. But they were moving on. Like, the uh, the group that Captain America runs, where, like, the guy's in there, he's like, you know, I went on a date the other day. You know, it went nice, but we just started crying. Like, you know, that's the right. shit that got touched on. But this is, like, this cements the panic and the chaos yes. and shit that happened after the snap. Exactly. And I, honestly, I was not expecting to see anything like that. Because Spider-Man did, like, what we mentioned. Yeah, they're like, oh, they all. appeared. Oh, it's funny, huh? They ran into each other doing a basketball game. It's a joke. It's like, And, and you no. know what makes it even more kind of creepy and, like, surreal? You think about this, that was just a few seconds on Earth. This happened across the universe. It's so fucking nuts. I okay, so that, that we spent like two minutes talking about that. I anyway, know. Sorry, it was amazing. So episode four. I think this is my theory. I followed by him. He said he was wrong until today. Today he's right. like, you might be right. <laughs> I think Wanda is dealing with some grieving because you got to think about it. Sure. In the sense of Infinity War to Endgame, she had literally like five minutes to grieve. <laughs> no, really, she did. Like, yeah. She disappeared grieving over Vision. She shows back up, kicks Thanos' ass, and then like, like she has to grieve. So I think she you held it. She held a town captive with Mephisto or whatever, having him help her. Because we know that's the villain in Doctor Strange 2. And I think that she is fucking manipulating Vision's corpse. And oh, making him I, I seem alive. Again. I got again. That is crazy. Because cr- she can't deal with the fact he's dead. I thought, like, it was just, like, it, he, <laughs> she was conjuring an image of him. And that she just, like, had a flashback to him being, like, dead. But, you know what? Like, using his dead corpse, that is some bone-chilling <laughs> shit. And, like, that is... You have some guts that's, if you go through that with Marvel. That's some fucked up shit. Marvel's like, we can get dark. I'm like, yeah, let's go. Well, here's my thing. Like, I didn't believe you at first, but the more I've like seen pictures and like and just like thought about it and like that even that the beginning of that scene and how they even went there in the first place. Yep. Like I feel like she conjured her own reality. Yes. And is and using how vision to be a body. And how protective she is of it too. Also, okay. So with thirty seconds left. Wait, wait. There is a theory going around about this is going to be the reverse of House of M, where instead of getting rid of me and she brings it in because Darcy says that there is extremely nuclear level radiation oh okay coming off of the event so i think when wanda finally snaps it's gonna go around the world and cause mutants genes to start appearing that'd be pretty cool 
It ruins some Marvel characters. I won't say like Wolverine is supposed to be 300 but, years old um, or whatever, but like, man, block. I don't know if we have time. I probably won't spend another five minutes, but I want to say it was cool. Like, it brought the characters back from Ant Man and Thor. Um, but yeah, so that was spoilers for WandaVision, um, episode three and four. Obviously, we spent a lot more on four. Um, that's where it really ramps up. I won't go into more about that. But yeah, if you want to, um, it's getting so good, man. Honestly, like it's it's a, it's phenomenal. five more episodes going. I guess they said there's an unreleased episode that they could release too, making it ten. Dude, right? And we didn't even talk about. I mean, this is not a spoiler. This is this is like news that's out there. But the the Luke style cameo. Like, oh it, shit! Okay, yeah. So um, Elizabeth Olsen. Mm-hmm. Well, it was a tweet, right? She tweeted out or an interview or something. Yeah. And she said that there's an upcoming episode of Wandavision with a cameo akin to the level of Mark Hamill's cameo in. Bro, Mandalorian season two. Now I was, I'm gonna what? throw a theory out. Okay, there's only two characters that this cameo could be to be that level. Sure, Captain America. Okay, or Iron Man. Okay, so and that was what I was kind of going off of. The, I think the easy bet is to say Doctor Strange because that's where they said this oh, ties see, into I that. I feel like that's too obvious for me. No, that's so what I'm saying. Like, I want to be surprised if Doctor Strange showed up. We already know that she that she's gonna be in his movie. We already I know even... that. That's not being like, oh my god, is well, Doctor Strange? But like, yeah. if Tony not Stark had like a cameo or something, like just a flashback or something. Here's and here's my theory, right? Because you want somebody, well, and this is a far-fetched theory. I don't expect it's going to be Hawkeye. No. <laughs> because, you know, when, when you're talking about a Luke-style cameo, nobody really expected Luke. I mean, even though it was theorized, people were like, nobody, they're not going to bring Luke in, right? You know, they didn't really That's think that. because my family's like 60 years right. old. Like, you didn't expect that he'd be showing up as a younger version. So when I hear her say it's a Luke-style cameo, like a Luke on a Luke level, I mean unexpected, not real. You're not expecting this. So I'm like either, what is it? She, it's going to be, uh, it better be Daredevil. So, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. I wasn't even joking. That's exactly what I was about to say. It might be Daredevil. Or even, um... I don't see why Matt Murdock would be dealing, dealing with this, though. Oh, Okay. This is still movie news, so like we're still on topic here. Yeah. Tom Holland posted an Instagram photo yesterday. I think it was well yesterday. No, was it yesterday? It might have been yesterday. Yesterday, or the day before, of him on the set of Spider Man Three mm-hmm. with his younger brother on his shoulders, I which saw they that. look so cute. fucking alike. They do. And he said that th- that that day was the greatest day of his career. I want to say his brother was like on set with him doing some filming. I have a theory. Oh, okay. Now, I'm gonna say theory. I've heard this. I don't before, have so. any like basis for this. No basis. Just just my idea. What if Tobey Maguire and MJ had a kid, right? Dude, all right, I'm already and, in a setup. I get it. <laughs> I'm on. His little brother is their kid, and they look alike because multiverse, bro. Yep, no, I'm in. <laughs> like you, had, you said MJ had a kid, and I, everything collected. Yep, I'm in. That, I thought I like about that, that and I was like, can you imagine how fucking trippy that would be? Like, I'm behind Tom that Holland, theory, 100%. Like, Tom Holland Spider-Man is like sitting there like, saying goodbye to Tobey Maguire or whatever at the end, because I don't know if he's ever been seen on set or anything about that. But like, Sure, I don't think like, so. Well, he looks through the portal or whatever, I think he has a- and like what you see is MJ and a guy that looks just like him, and it's just, I'd be like, holy fucking shit, boom. And then ba- they'd bring bases back to like, Tobey Maguire could be Uncle Ben in his universe. Man, we, we get we get into too much tearjerker. I can't I can't set myself up for stuff not like in, in Spider Man. I'm gonna get disappointed really easily. This is just what I think about when I see this stuff. I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Like I want to write some fan theories right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I mean that that's really sounds cool. So yeah, I just um, don't see I don't see why else his brother would be on the set. I don't I don't see why who else that he could be playing. Other he looks too much like I mean, Tom Holland. I don't, his his brother's been on set like previously a bunch of times. Just like he's been there, you know. So I, he, but he I might, feel like. It seemed more important than that, right, yeah, though? It's it like, didn't, yeah. why would he just be like, oh, look, my brother's here. It's like, exactly. Oh, I mean, that's been done before, but I feel like if he had a role in there and it could be, like, 
alternate reality be like, oh, well, that's my son. And you're like, oh, shit, it looks especially, like me. Oh. Especially because he oh. posted on, on – he's a Spider-Man on his shoulders, you know, and and the fact that, like, it seemed like they were right on, in the middle of a set. Or, or his little brother's playing Harry Osborn. Oh, my goodness. That, oof. But – and then you also know that uh, – or, you know, Tom Holland, if you saw us on his social media, he's just, like, family and, and his people close to him are really important and, and to him, so. I don't know. I like, I'm, I'm going with my theory. I'm Once again, you know, every Marvel movie I'm happy with. Sure. I, I haven't seen any in theaters that I've been like, damn, that sucked. I didn't see Dark Dark World, so you can't. I was literally <laughs> about to say that. Well, Lord Dark World. <laughs> I never saw that in theaters. I didn't. Okay, so story time. I haven't. I didn't start watching MCU until Civil War. Oh, you did tell me so, that. So like, I started Iron Man, bro. That's so. that was my first. So like, when I got to Dark World, eh, when I was rewatching them, I was like, eh. And it took me like three mm. tries before I actually know what's happening. I mean, Dark World ain't like. The it's, worst film in the world, but it's, it's the worst. It's, MC- yeah, uh, it's the worst. It's it's the worst. Incredible Hulk has a lot of watchable oh. moments. Dark World has one. Yeah, that's what I put. I the put only Dark World moment in Dark World that I like is when the hammer's trying to find him when he gets delivered back and forth between planets. That was pretty funny. Because the hammer's just like, shoo, shoo. <laughs> like going back and forth, and I'm like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> this is fucked up. Um, yeah. So I mean, that that's all. Wandavision and Marvel as we explore our realms of of, of Marvel that we talk about endlessly. <laughs> Um, but here's some for more negative news that I'm sorry to report again, and I'm just almost tired of talking about this, but two new, uh, two movies that were planned to schedule come out soon, um, have actually been pushed again, uh, that being James Bond, the new James Bond No Time to Die film, uh, was supposed to come out soonish, I think April, pushed to October of this year, so at least it's this year. We'll just get to see that trailer again another 20 fucking times. Yeah, bro, like, by the time this comes out, I'm like, I'm not excited for it anymore. Like, it's almost like the effect that you have to have. I mean, it's going to be hard to, like, yeah, who knows. But, it's like uh, the Black Widow trailer, because they haven't released any new trailers. So they you're watching it over and over, and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, don't slouch, Natasha. It's bad for you. <laughs> like, okay. A taskmaster looks like that again. Okay. Um, and A Quiet Place 2, uh, John Krasinski's second I'm, Quiet I'm Place almost okay. I'm almost better with The Quiet Place 2 getting delayed, because I feel like Quiet Place 1 is such a solid, just, like, solo entry. Yeah, that, no, like, you're right. Exactly. Like the second one, I'm like, yeah, I can wait. Whatever. Plus, they, uh, oh, I guess they did do the one trailer. But yeah, I mean, I think. But yeah, but I mean, it's, just, it's it's not as solidified as a franchise yet. So like, I'm yeah, okay with waiting because like, I feel put like the, I haven't missed anything. Exactly. And they've only put out the one trailer, right? I think. Yeah, there's just the one. Well, I think there's two, but it's just re-editing. Yeah. So I mean, it, that one doesn't seem like it's been heavily marketed yet. So I think like that one, that one's a good one to like release at any point. So it's like a. Sorry, we bring up Marvel a lot, but it's like Black Widow being in the beginning of Phase Four because it's not in the like. Imagine if this was happening to Endgame. Like, it just kept being delayed further Dude, and further. People would be going insane, I swear. <laughs> but like, since like we haven't started a new arc, it's almost like, all right, yeah, you push it, whatever. <laughs> so, meanwhile, um, James Bond, I'm like, oh my god, just release it, like fuck. Almost at this point, like if it goes past October twenty of twenty one, then like, man, just like okay, like I'm just one of the people. On, just put it on HBO Max, bro. Like, I really am one of those people that like you know it needs to come out in theater. Like that's it'll help the theater survive. It'll you know all this stuff. But like if it's past that point, just put it out. Like you gotta move on. Did you hear about like Widow probably going on premiere access now? So dumb, I hate that. But they, I would pay they, for they, it. They keep going, keep going, jump. They jump back and forth between like I hear that in a theaters lot. and then putting. It's like just release it. I don't care. Yeah, no. I mean, here's my thing. I'm okay with them. With, like, oh, if they push it one more time, I'll be like, okay. You're like, like listen, bro. It's been over a year. This pushing, like, yep. just fucking release it on the day you say release it. Take your losses and cut it. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, like, and I'm sorry to like say that, but really, we gotta start moving on. Well, I feel on. like okay. I feel like with at least like a lot of these movies, like these big ones, like James Bond, Black Widow, all that. 
the physical sales are still going to be good. Yeah. The digital sales are still going to be good. Yep. You're I mean, going to lose it. some money from being in a theater, but listen, you're still going to make money. Like, just fucking get it out. Just let me watch it. I don't care. I mean, yeah, you're definitely going to lose money, but... I'll pay you double. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Here's $40, goddammit. <laughs> they sit on Blu-ray for, for, like, $33. People will pay it. Like, it's Marvel. Like, no one's, no one's sitting there going, like, no, I don't want to pay that. Like, it's Marvel. Like, you know you got the market. You know you got the fans. You know... Like, James Bond's been around for 60 years. Like, just release it. People are not going to be like... Man, I ain't paying for that for James Bond. People love this shit. Just let us watch it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Quiet Place, James Bond, both have pushed. However, I guess some good, better movie news. Um, Ka, if, you, if you're a fan of Godzilla or Kong, Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, they actually moved it up three months to March. I still haven't seen the trailer. That's okay. I mean, it's a good trailer. No, okay, so the, the thing is, I haven't seen any of the Godzilla movies. And the only oh. movie I have seen is Kong, vs. Kong Skull Island because I didn't know it was connected to the Godzilla. Oh, okay. Because I'm not a Godzilla fan. And I remember you uh, you were like, in other news, who, what side you got, Godzilla or King Kong? I was like, you know you got my boy. <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, yes, ape, strong. <laughs> oh, yeah, he just, he just like, went pointed at my Godzilla box. Like, I haven't watched any of those. I know, I just, like, pulled back and I was just like, he, he has a giant Godzilla box set right here. Yeah, I haven't seen, I haven't seen any Godzilla film ever. It just looks pretty. <laughs> I have seen... A ton of King Kong movies, though, because I love King Kong. No, King Who doesn't love a giant fucking monkey, like, ape gorilla fucking beating the shit out of things? Come on. No, you're, you're I even thought right. Kong Island was fucking good. Like, Skull Island? I thought that fucking shit was great. I like that one, like, too. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, the best, but, like, it was fucking fun. Uh-huh. No, I, I definitely agree. Uh, Godzilla, it was a... Uh, yeah, see, what was, I, what's the one? King of the Monsters, right? Uh, King of Monsters, yeah. Dude, yeah, I, it's um, okay. My, my boss at the time when that came out, she was, like, telling me it was, like, one of the best films ever. And here's the best. Here's the funniest on, thing. They had a dishwasher, right? And he Wait. would argue with me that Godzilla King of Monsters is better than Endgame. Bro, get get, get out of here. That, that's blasphemy. <laughs> that's ludicrous. That's three asinine. He that's was, not right. He was like, "It's so good. Shout have you seen how much money it made?" And I was like, "Bro, have you seen how much money Endgame's made?" <laughs> yeah, Endgame's no, number man. one. Like King Kong ain't even in the top hundred. Get out of here with that nonsense, Godzilla. Right, Godzilla's not even the top hundred. Dude, it was just like it was a constant arguing, and I was just like, "Shut the fuck up! I know what I'm talking about." Yeah, that is a little that's a little blasphemous. Not gonna lie. I do want to watch the Godzilla movies before King Kong versus Godzilla. So I got two. Ooh. I got a month. I do want to mention. I forgot to add the notes in here for this, but uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. We already had mentioned previously that it's going to run four hours long. Or if we haven't, then then it's R rated, right? And it's R rated, and it's coming out March twelfth. I want to say somewhere around there. Yeah, it's like early March. Yeah, I was like, I, dude, we're so close. But it's also going to be released in four parts, though, not just once. I've heard two different things about that. I've heard it is and isn't. Oh, my first thing I heard was it wasn't. It was yeah, no, so did I. It was because it was going to be released throughout a whole month in one part a week. Yeah, that's what I. That's the first thing I heard too. But then I heard like an update that, that it was going to be just four hours at once. Dude, I can't watch four hours at once. I know me either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, but fuck. That's that is like a two and a half day project for me. Like you know how much stuff I can watch in four hours. I know it's, it's gonna like, be like three movies at ninety minutes. Like I don't have time to watch just fucking Justice League for four hours. It's gonna be me like getting up on a day off and just like cracking my neck and I'm like, all right, let's get to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's get to work. <laughs> did you uh, did you watch Justice League in theaters? I did. Did you hate it? No, honestly, I like Justice League. Not it's not like, I mean, it's probably akin to like, man, I don't know. It's it's okay. Like, but it's not like horrible. It's not like a good comic book film by chance. Like it's not. It's not I, anything on level MCU. It's better than Thor Ragnarok. Or, sorry, I was like, what me. the fuck you about to say? It's better than <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. No, my my big issues with Justice League is mainly like Superman doesn't feel like Superman. Um, sure. 
what I don't like Wonder Woman. None don't of the characters feel like themselves, right? Nobody, nobody shoot me. I don't like Wonder Woman. I don't like Wonder Woman either. I don't. I, pardon me. Okay, so oh no, God. sorry. I can't. I like the Wonder Woman character. I just don't like Gal Gadot as. Wonder I, Woman. I don't want to get into it because I don't want to get shot. But um, <laughs> you don't <wanna> get shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's some people out there that are like she is the best comic book movie ever made, and I'm like, no. No, I mean, it, we, like, that's, I that's the thing. Like, you're you're entitled to your own part, opinions. I mean, just, cause, just because... Part of me just believes that they think that it's the best because it was the first woman major thing other than Catwoman. No, I mean, and I definitely and wouldn't like, I definitely wouldn't put its significance... Um, against, I mean, hold it against that for its significance. Well, it's like, okay, so... But whether or not you like that, that's a different thing. I just know? I just feel like when the first of something, like, uh, let's say, Black Panther, being, like, the first African-American-led Marvel superhero, other than sure. Blade, but nobody talks about Blade... But um, I people, think the reason put it is on, because like, a pedestal because it's the first, and it's like just because it's the first doesn't mean it's the best. No, I mean you're you're right in that sense. I mean, um, I, I would love also... Black Panther, so that's not me saying anything about Black no, Panther. No, I mean I love Black Panther too. CGI sucks, but the fucking movies. And I don't think it's necessarily wrong to put it on that pedestal if you want to put it on the pedestal. And I just, I just I don't also like, think I just don't like feeling like I'm gonna get like canceled or something no. because I'm like I don't like the Wonder Woman movie. I'm just like, oh, how could you? That's what I'm like, it's like it, I like my, Harley the way... Quinn's movie better. I don't know what to say. Like... Exactly. Just it's just how you feel about the movie. All film is subjective. That's the whole thing. I mean, you can recognize it for its importance, but you can also not like it. I mean, if you want to hear our discussion of Wonder Woman eighty four, we have an episode like early in January. We do. Yeah, just check back a few episodes. It should be like. Pretty apparent, Wonder Woman eighty four. You can so. you can hear my descending opinions about that movie. <laughs> I actually kind of liked it, but that's just me being weird. So I don't know. I I guess like what were we talking? Both both times I watched it, I was like, eh. Uh, we were talking about Justice League. Oh yeah, being four hours long, Mary yeah. Super. Yeah, no. So uh, Justice League will be pretty cool. I'm excited for that. So I'm excited because I want to see what they changed. Me too. And it's four hours long, so there's that's a like, shit. That's like my main thing I want to do. Is Two I hours. I want to know bro. what they added into it. And what they took out too, honestly. Hey, let's be honest. It's two and a half. It's two hours and one minute. Remember, Justice League was one hundred. What's that? One hour and fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds. So we're getting an extra two hours and a second. Right, and well, that well, it could be more than that. They could have taken out extra stuff on top of that and added more in. You know, Martian Manhunt, Manhunter. Let's go. True. I mean, I don't, if I'm they don't release this on Blu-ray, I'm gonna be pissed. Like I know that I just want it. I just want it released on physical media so I can add to the collection. Exactly. But I'm really, I'm really hyped. I'm, I mean. As much as I don't want to watch a four-hour movie, if it does get released all at once, I'm going to do it. I'm going to power through that fucker. It, yeah, I mean, I'll get released, too. and I'll get home from work at like 7.30 at night and be like, all right. Hello, 12 o'clock. Hello, midnight. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> well, uh, guys, with uh, the most recent movie news to suck it in, spun into dutiful discussion, we're going to jump into the new Warner Brothers day-and-day release, which means um, in theaters and HBO Max, uh, the little things. Uh, this stars... A little, little bit of thing first uh we yeah. didn't watch warcraft like we said we were going to oh right uh, because i didn't watch the little things yeah um, so we just that, elected to watch that and i wasn't too thrilled about the warcraft anyways so no i was Meh. i was kind of like we okay we put it in and when the tile menu came on and we were just like oh no this looks like shit <laughs> it does i mean and it, my thing is like i really wanted to talk about the little things and i it could mostly because of uh, uh, other people's opinions on it but um i want to give you my quick rundown here of what or at least the quick uh, synopsis i guess Basically, it follows Denzel Washington, who is a small-town sheriff. At least you think he... Well, it starts out he's a small-town sheriff. He go, he has to, like, gives uh, gets a case for evidence that he has to get by his uh, officer, chief officer. So he goes up to the, the town I guess he used to work at, and the detective... He used to, he used to be a detective, and that the detective in the current place um, is trying to solve these murders that are going on right currently, which reflect the same type of murderers that was um, Denzel Washington never solved. 
So they basically, basically they joined forces after a little bit of back and forth, um, you know, however that works. Raymond Malik's character, then uh, I don't know what to, how to explain that. I keep saying like they, they like dicks to each other, keeps being dicks to each other, but um, and then they get some bickering. That's it, bickering. That's the word. <laughs> uh, and then yeah, Jared Leto shows up. They think he's a suspect, and then that's pretty much the synopsis. And then they just spend the whole movie chasing him down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so overall, I thought it was a dry movie, but it's also like I guess it's intricate. It's like a sly, a slow sly kind of like gritty and also mellow film and it sounds that's that doesn't sound very thrilling does it no that sounds very condescending actually it does <laughs> I, mean, I liked it though i don't have a problem with it but it's it's slow, boring <laughs> it's dry it's kind of boring but <laughs> i don't know man I'm, I'm very unimpressed the trailers made it look so interesting and then like watching it i was like do something. <laughs> you know what's weird for me is like I never remember the trailers for movies because I'll watch one and I'm like all right I'm in and then I never I never I would I make it a point not to watch them again. I don't know man. It's, I think it's because um we just watched the trailer literally like yesterday in theaters. Oh, you watched it in theaters? <laughs> Makes like sense. um it showed up before our movie that we'll t- I'll talk about in a second. Yeah. But I was like, huh, you watch that? <laughs> yeah, I uh. But yeah, I wasn't I wasn't there. I wasn't very impressed. The um. I'm going to say this right now. I saw some comments saying the same thing. I had a very big Seven feel, and for those of you who don't know, I, I've only seen Seven once when I was a kid. So I haven't got a chance It doesn't to really, it. like, I only know really the, the iconic ending scene that everyone knows. Mm-hmm. But, like, it just, like, is very similar to me, like, in feeling. I was like, this this just this feels like Seven. And the reason it might feel like that, because that this film was actually written in 1993. The Little Things the script for it was written in 1993 and I don't think they updated it at all. They just kind of directed that's the movie why everything, that. That's why it took place in the 90s and I think that's fucking funny because they're just like, I just picture Denzel Washington one day because I assume he's an executive producer on this because you know, sure. it's, it's Denzel Washington. He's like in there, he's like going through these bunch of scripts that he got handed back in the 90s. He's like, the little things, he's like, oh, I don't really remember this. Blows off the dust <laughs> and then like, looks at it and goes, yeah. You know, you know what point yeah. I, I roll my eyes though? Is when Denzel Washington he looks into the camera and he's like, "It's the little things." I'm like, "Oh no!" It's the name of the movie. It's the name <laughs> of the movie. Wow! And I think they said that like three times in there too. It's the little things, Jimmy. But uh, this, uh, okay, this film would have been probably shit if it wasn't for Raymond Malik, Jared Leto, and Denzel Washington. Oh, yeah, all 100%. phenomenal actors. Can you imagine anybody else in those roles? Okay, first off, Jared Leto, he just like he fits the creepy dude. Jared like, Leto's uh, just Jared Leto. He's a weirdo. And then Brady Malik, I, I was convinced he was the, the Brady villain. Brady Malik is just a great actor in general. I have yet to see him in anything, even Twilight, that I was like, man, he sucks. Like, I haven't seen anything where I'm like, wow, you're horrible. It always so, looks like, like he's smiling even when he's not. Dude, he just looks like, like, he just has that, he just has that face. You're just like, you were probably that popular kid in high school, weren't you? Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he does. And then, but see, I, he's I like, like that. Denzel. He's like that drama kid that, like, everyone loves. Oh, yeah. That doesn't like yeah. anybody. Exactly. <laughs> He's probably like flamboyant too, but then they're like, God, do they do And then Denzel Washington, okay, this is going to be a very disputing thing. I don't really like him, man. You don't like Denzel Washington? Not really. I've, him in, I've, I've only seen him like two things. How I'm dare like, you? wow, you're really good, but they're all from like the late 90s to early 2000s. Everything I've seen recently, like the 2010s or now or anything, I'm like, eh. To me, it's like oh, Denzel, whenever I see Denzel on the screen, sort of like with Will Smith and I'm trying to think of other actors. Um,. Was one of my favorite he's very much like a 90s to early 2000s like standard 
uh, William like action film and you know, all that. Like he was a very big name, but I just feel recently like, like the fences that everyone liked. I didn't like fences. I haven't seen that one. Little yet. things and stuff like that. I'm like, I feel like I feel like he's taking a lot of safe roles. Sure, I mean, I can that, like yeah. he doesn't really have to put a lot of work into. Like he's just doing it for like a paycheck or just like. Hey guys, remember I exist, kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is what I always like to point out when um, we talk about taking paychecks. I mean, there are some specific things where, like, clearly, it's just like they're not they're. No, 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 I didn't mean that in the sense like, oh, he just did this for a paycheck. Right. But it's just like it's, it. It seems like he's not. He's not taking the risky. Role. No, I agree. Like Will Smith is still doing like he did Deadshot, which it's not something you would ever think. I don't think Will Smith would ever do Deadshot, Suicide Squad. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah okay. Um. He just like Will Smith's doing like a lot of roles that you just wouldn't expect him to be doing in his age. No, you're right. Well, see, and that's like, that's uh, my whole Gemini point. Gemini Man, where he was like, you know, doing really good. Uh, Bad Boys for Life, which is him reliving a character, but they put it a twist to make it like, yeah, more modern kind of thing. Like he's still doing these risky. I don't want to say risky. They're not overly risky, but they're but they're, they're, like, they're still over not over the top. They're not. They're more dynamic. Yeah, it's not just like oh well. I'm a black guy. I have to do standard black guy roles kind of thing. He's like he's still trying to push the barriers of what he can do. And Denzel Washington just feels like he's taking very safe roles for him. Like, like he's just he can go in there and kind of like just do his like, do like a little he, bit he acting. He knows he's a good actor. He knows yeah. he can do it. He just he doesn't have to prove it anymore. So he's like exactly. I'll just do what I want to do kind of thing. Versus like Will Smith is like he gets scripts and he looks through. He's like oh man this looks like a fun time. Let's do it. But that's what I was trying to mention. Will Smith's like, doing things for fun. Denzel Washington's <laughs> doing things because he's like I know I can. Do I know it. I can exactly. I mean, that's what, well, my whole point was with Denzel or Will Smith or, like, um, I just forgot, William Defoe. I keep forgetting his name every time I don't know why. Although, I, I will say Denzel Washington, I think he was in the Magnificent Seven remake that came out in, like, 2017 with Chris Pratt. And I saw the ending of that, and he did really good in that one. Hmm. But it was more action-oriented, so, I don't know. Maybe I just don't like him in drama roles. Yeah, no, like, and, well, like I'm trying to say. Um, so, I, I think it's just a kind of, like, art Whenever, like, you know, you're just looking at a piece of art when you're walking through a museum and you just, like, it just speaks to you. Something about Denzel Washington, every time he just speaks and acts, it's just something to me that just kind of, like, it just moves across me like I'm just watching pure art. Well, he's a phenomenal actor. I just wish he would do more No, I completely stuff. agree. I agree with that. I just, I'm just saying, like, that's why for me, even though this film was very mundane, I just, him just acting is just, it's just blissful Honestly, to watch. But uh, although with him compared to, like, Jerry Litter and Rami Malek, especially in this movie, I'm like... Very mad, I kind of blew him away. But he, he definitely stole the show in like I'm a half weirdo. those scenes. I don't like Rami Malek. I don't know why. Like, Bohemian Rhapsody is super good. But otherwise, he just creeps me out. I don't know, man. I really I like him all the things I've seen. And this one, like, I I, I think he outdid Denzel Washington. Right, I have to say this. I don't think he fit the role, for me personally, on this one. Because... No, it did feel really weird. He just felt too, like, out of place. He felt like he should be the villain. He was always so awkward and stuff, too. Oh, yeah, so this isn't a spoiler. It's, it happened in the first, like, ten minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a scene, man, where he, like, we like we commented on it, but we were watching it, and there's, like, a scene where he goes into this crime scene, and there's blood trailing. He's like, yeah, she got dragged. She died here and got dragged. They go over to the body, move it, and then they move it down, and he's like, she's been moved. It's like, you just fucking said that. <laughs> Greatest detective ever, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, how yep. did you know? <laughs> you should be the host of Blue's Clues. <laughs> it's a... I was like sitting there, I was like, dude, we already know that. Like, you fucking already told us that she died there. She's not there now. Obviously, she got moved like shit. Like, (laughs) but anyway, I don't know. The movie movie had a lot of things like that where you're just like, well, no shit, man. Like, exactly. But the uh, the ending's pretty good. The ending's okay. I mean, I I still compare it to Seven, and Seven has a superior ending to it. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about Seven, so I'll have to watch this. We have to watch it, man. I know. It's on HBO Max. We can I know. watch it anytime. We should. We should. <laughs> exactly. 
Um, no, I, um, yeah, so on this topic of new movies, though. Yeah. Um, oh, you want to talk? We want to go into yeah, our weekly movie watches. Do you want to go into weekly movie watches? Yeah. Or no? Okay. That works. Okay, um, you can go first. So we're gonna. This is more like your... a two week movie watch. Yeah, I we mean, took a break. We did take a little bit of a, of a break there. We were switching. We had to. We had to get our schedule and shit off. <laughs> exactly. Switching over to Tuesdays instead of Fridays. So be sure to look out for new episodes every Tuesday, which I'll also mention a little bit later. Give us a little bit more time for editing. Exactly. Um, I watched um, a film called Spies in Disguise. Uh, this once again, Will Smith doing risky roles. <laughs> Risky. Ah, man, I don't know. <laughs> Will Smith can't do anything. At this point, um, I, I don't think Will Smith can do anything risky. Like, beyond, like, action roles or here at risk his life to do something. But at that point, I'm well, like, just not, put a stub no double. Tom Cruise. He's yeah. not like, let me pilot that helicopter. But, man, we can't have you do that. But I'm Tom Cruise, man. I can do space the fuck I want. No, he, honestly, yeah, it's Tom Cruise. In <laughs> um, Spies in Disguise, Tom Holland, Will Smith. It's an animated film. Um... Tom, uh, Tom, oh, not Tom Cruise. He got me all fucked up. Uh, Will Smith is yeah, Tom Cruise is in it. Did you not know that? No, <laughs> Will Smith turns uh, is a, like a super cool spy that turns into a pigeon. I love it. Okay, it sounds stupid, and I and the reason I never watched this when it came in theaters is because they turned Will Smith into a pigeon. And I was like, you can't do my man like that. I am not watching this. Like I, they, they turned me off like just instantly. Like it seems so cool. Will Smith was so slick, and they turned him into a pigeon. And I was like, that's fucked up, and I'm not watching this. And it then had our, it had our boy though, and then I watched Spidey. it. Yeah, but I don't. Oh, I'll get to that in a second. But and then I watched it, right? And it's actually pretty damn good because when he becomes a pigeon, it doesn't take away from who he is. Like he like can talk while he's the pigeon. So he's like, "Why the fuck am I a pigeon? Take me out!" He's like, "Bitch, I swear to God, if you do not take me out of being a pigeon, I'll kill you." <laughs> See, that makes more sense to me than what uh, Soul did, because at least he actually got turned into a pigeon. And people can understand. Oh, right, right, right. I forgot about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my biggest gripe with the movie. If you well, know, you can't. You, you can't. That. Oh, well, I guess I, was, I, I almost said you can't do that in an animated film and do that in a live action film, but Soul is not live action. <laughs> see my problem with Toy Story 4 there? See? See? That cat looks fake as hell. Wait a minute. This is all fake. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um,. But yeah, so I mean, Spice in the Skies was pretty good. It's honestly a lot more charming than I thought. And I, if you had passed on this before and it looks a little dumb, honestly, I would check it out. It was, it's a solid animated film. Um, a better ones than I've seen in, in a while. Um, and that's one thing, Tom Holland. Man, like, I swear, he took, it takes me so long to get behind his voice. It did the same thing at Onward and in this one. It's so hard for me not to just hear Spider-Man. It bothers me. I'm like, I, all I hear is Spider-Man and it takes me so long to get behind it. That's me with, like, Devil all the time and stuff. I'm just, like, get to the point where I'm like... Yeah, man, it's so hard for me. You're Spider-Man, bro. It's like, it's like Cherry. I, I just don't see it. Are you ready for Cherry? Are you ready for Cherry? You ready to see our little boy be, like, try to be a man? Give me a <laughs> fucking money, bitch. <laughs> and then we got Sierra Bravo in it. Oh, yeah. Trying, to be, the, big time trying rush. to be the wife or whatever. And it's like, I you just, look like you're 15. I've Stop. just been watching Big Time Rush again <laughs> because I'm a weirdo. And I, I saw... She's in that film, uh, in it, and I'm like, she's gonna be in Cherry with Tom Holland. What the fuck? She looks like a, she looks the same. I know she does, exact same. Exact and then she's like, I'm gonna be the I'm gonna be the wife in this movie. You're like, bro, you were 15 years old. Stop, going back to school. You're too young. I'm proud of you. <laughs> At the same um, time, I'm like, all right, I get it. You know, she can't play a kid forever. True. She true. needs to be able to become an adult character, but the problem is, she doesn't look like an adult character. Oh, she's such a good actress. Like she was really she is, good dude. in Wayne and shit. Like, I've watched a few episodes. And she's really good in that. She's so good in it. I wish you would finish it because the ending is so fucking good. I will at some point. I promise. I don't know why you have the episodes are so short. 
I just have I have no I have no real excuse, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, so I watched Rise of the Skies, and you watched a new film actually. Um, called I did. It made me cry a lot. Our friend. Yeah. So uh, my wife and I decided to go watch Our Friend instead of the little things in theaters. <laughs> we were gonna go watch the little things in theaters yesterday, and then probably we were smart like, choice, honestly. Yeah, we were like, we're gonna go watch Our Friend instead. Um, so first off, I'll get the synopsis off Letterboxd so before I get that. It stars um, Casey Affleck, who I love. He's a great actor. Ben Affleck's brother, right? Yeah, his younger brother. Mm-hmm. He's such a good actor, man. Didn't he star in Chasing Amy? Oh, no. I was going to say uh, Journey right. to the Center of the Earth, but who, that's no, that's else. Um, Josh Hutcherson. Oh, another brother. That's why. Okay. Because there's another Hutcherson, right? I don't know. There's like another Hutcherson. He's a, he's a brother or cousin to somebody. That's why, that's why I remembered. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, why would you know that? Okay, so our friend synopsis on their box. After learning that his terminally ill wife has six months to live, a man welcomes the support of his best friend who moves into their home to help out. Right, yeah, Which so pretty simple. Synopsis. You know, it's yeah. really simple. Basically, the, um, the synopsis is basically what the movie is. So, uh, Jason Segal plays a guy named Dane, mm-hmm. who is best friends with Matt and Nicole. They're married. They have two kids. Nicole gets diagnosed with cancer. Ooh. And basically, like, I'm not going to spoil too much because it's such a solid film, other than there's a lot of jumping around. So, like, be prepared for that. Yeah, that you told me about the little bit there's like, a lot of jumping it'd around. It'd be like 2013, two years after diagnosis. 2008, six years before, whatever. It's like, fucking Christ. Yeah, I would have hated straight. that. <laughs> hated it. That's like my biggest pet peeve in a film. And what would happen is it'd be like a really emotional scene. I'd be like tearing up. It'd be like, fuck. And then it'd be like 2008. I'd be like, God damn fuck. it, I don't care about I'd be this. Like, fuck. And then fuck. <laughs> I will say there is a lot of things on in this movie that I like surprise me I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna mention a few of them uh they mentioned an affair at one point um Ooh, an affair. well the, matt is a traveling well he's like a news writer so he like go he travels and writes news and shit so like so tom hanks and news of the world kind of but it's more I like know, modern just, yeah um <laughs> kind of a news writer nicole is like stay at home and stuff like that i don't really think she ever had a job because I never saw her do a job in the movie, so I don't know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it was really sweet. Dane moves in to help take care of Nicole while she's dying of cancer. <laughs> take right. Take care of their kids and stuff. He's, like, proves he's their friend. There's some really solid lines in this movie. Like, uh, it's no secret she has cancer, like, it's in the movie. Yeah. She, she's dying from cancer. Like, it's it's like it's, it's in the synopsis. No spoiler. Um, there's, like, a line where this girl's in there. She's like, oh, Nicole looks really good. You know, everything looks really nice. And, the, uh, like, Matt, Casey Alvick's character, Matt, looks at her and goes, Mark my words, by the end of the year, the only person that's still going to be here is Dane. What the fuck? Like, it's like it's straight up to her face. That's kind of creepy, man. And then later, there's a guy, because they're making fun of Dane. He's a loser. He has no job. He's a terrible, you know, he's horrible. He has no career, da-da-da. And so he's in the garage, Matt is, and this guy comes in and goes, like, yo, is that Dane back there? What is he doing here? You know, he's still hanging around? You guys charging him rent? And the, Matt, Matt looks at him and goes, you know, if you weren't married to Charlotte... I'd punch you in your face. Jesus Christ. Basically, like, well, what he really says is, um, you know, I really like Charlotte, and you're married to her, so if the day ever comes where she decides to leave you, call me, and I'll come to your house and punch you in the face. And Bro. walks away. <laughs> That's smooth. <laughs> like, that, this, okay, as much as I hate jumping around, uh, I, yeah, I still won't watch it because I hate that, but... Um, the that dialogue sounds super smooth, honestly, and it's just like, that sounds really nice. I know, like, you see the struggle of, like, you know, watching someone you love die. Die, yeah. Like, she has these wishes, like a bucket list she wants to do. She has things like, you know, she she basically starts getting crazier and crazier due to medication. 
her daughters are dealing with the stress because they don't actually know she's dying. Things like that. Like, Ooh. it's fucked up. And it gets, to, it gets to, like, I cried so fucking much in this. I'm not even ashamed to say that. I cried yeah. so fucking much. See, okay, and that was another reason that, like, I can't watch these films. And it's not because I'm afraid to cry. I'm not, like, you know, I'm not like that. I'll cry. And I'll, you know, I'll cry. But, but sometimes, like, I just don't want to, like, go into a film where no, I'm going to fucking like, tear, cry 40 times. Like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to feel like that. But the fact that it made me cry as much as it did puts it on a really high thing, man. Like, I got emotionally vested in this shit. Yeah, I mean, exactly. That is, I mean, that's kind of beautiful. And plus, it's on date night, too, so it's probably even better. No, dude, I, I was... I was so it was a solid film. I was really happy with it. Um, I gave it four and a half out of five because it was it was at a five point. I was there. I was like, I should give it five. But I hate the jumping around. Right. But in a way, the jumping around works, but it's a little distracting. Sure. And honestly, I just can't. I, I, I'm no, really... no, like it would be like emotionally, like it, like I'd be like it'd be like emotional shit. Like well, you're like, oh maybe my god, she, you... she just told them that she's dying. Like holy shit, and they'd be like, 2008. Look at her, she's partying with her husband. I'm like, bro, like. <laughs> Bruh. It breaks it up a little bit more, so like you, you bounce back and forth between being super emotional and then not being super emotional, you know? You, like, Maybe. you see the buildup of their relationship with Dane and all that. And What is even more emotional is this is based on an article made in Esquire written by Matt Teague, who is the main character Casey Affleck plays. Oh, wow. So this is like a real event that happened. Wow. And the article, you can find it online still. It, uh, it's on Esquire, and it's titled The Friend. And Our basically, friend, if you friend. don't want to watch the movie, read the article because it is essentially just the movie. That's pretty funny, but it's it's a solid man. It's a. Oh, I was trying to tell my grandma about it yesterday, man, and I started tearing up trying to tell her, trying to talk to her about it. Oh wow! Like that's how much this fucking movie got me. That's crazy. Yeah, even tearing up after the fact. That's pretty. I was I mean, like, that's, that's I was intense. like, and then and then this happened. I'd be like, oh god damn. <laughs> and then <laughs> that's beautiful. This I, I told I told Jada I was like this is a day one release when this gets on physical, like we're buying it the day it comes out because like if there's every day we're like man I really need a good cry. Yeah, this is the fucking movie to do it. And can we just man. say Dakota Johnson? I mean, if it's Nicole. that good, I mean, I can't. I mean, I don't know, man. If it's that good, that I feel like I kind of <laughs> have to watch it. But okay, so like the thing, is, Jason Segel, who you'll know from How I Met Your Mother, fucking phenomenal. I think it's, I think that's him, right? Oh, the guy that, uh, yeah, yeah. I think I'm talking about. I think that's who I'm right. I don't know if I'm right. I think now. you're right. Yeah. I'm like second guessing. I'm like I thought I was right, but now I don't know. I'm just trying right. to think of the name. Of, I, I mean, I've watched a lot of Howard Man, Your Mother, but I didn't recognize the name, so I'm trying to think. I'm like, oh, I he's think the, that's the guy. He's the husband to Robin. To, right? No. Wait. Robin is the the the, the red haired chick, right? I don't fucking know. I've never seen the show, man. Oh, you never seen the show? I've never seen the no, show. No, Robin doesn't have a husband. Who's the fucking other friend? Well, obviously it's not. It's not um, Patrick. <laughs> What's his bucket? I can't think of the name. I can't think of the movie anymore now. Uh, Jason Segal played... Oh, my God. All this oh, yep, movies. exactly what I was thinking about. Oh, okay. Good. I'm like, I don't know if I'm right. I've never seen well, the show. I just, I just, I just thought I was right. I just need to look at the picture. Um, but yeah, how I Met Your Mother, he played Marshall. Marshall, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's a uh, he's fucking dude. So solid. Casey Affleck's always solid. I, he always seems the same to me in every role he plays. Always quiet, mannered man. But, like, he's such a good actor. I would almost say he's better than Ben Affleck. That's a hot take. Not even, dude. Like, Ben Affleck's takes are like, have you seen Armageddon? <laughs> no. I like Ben Affleck, man, but there's, like, Casey Affleck just, like, he's in all these emotional, dramatic roles, and, like, that just shit just gets me, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess I haven't seen, well, I've, I haven't I've seen yet Casey to see Affleck. a movie with Casey Affleck that I'm like, wow, that movie sucked. I haven't really seen any Meanwhile, Casey Affleck films. Ben so Affleck, I'm like, yeah, dude, Armageddon sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not the only thing he's been in. Batman don't count. 
mean, there's Batman. There's um, yeah, you were talking blank, right? Well, there's that basketball movie that he just did. Oh, the one where he's an alcoholic. Oh, oh no. Uh, there's, I mean, okay, I'm sure there's a lot. You know, I mean, all right, it's okay. We have Letterboxd. We can find out. Oh yeah, plug for Letterboxd. Go ahead, go ahead and look up us on Letterboxd. Maybe one day there's, maybe one day they'll need the guys to sponsor us. Maybe, probably not. But we'll hopefully. Um, Gone Girl. Okay, he was good in Gone Girl. I'll give him that. that I've never seen that, solid. but I want to see it. Um, Argo. We talked about that. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. He, he was okay in that. I wasn't blown away. Actually, I didn't watch that, but okay. Um, did you not watch that? No. Oh yeah, he dipped out that night. That's right. <laughs> uh, Suicide Squad, of course. Batman vs. Superman, of course. The League of Sports. Armageddon, which sucks. The Accountant, which I wasn't impressed with. I didn't see that yet. Daredevil. There we go. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, best film ever. Um, five FUSQ Universe movies with Kevin Smith. Maybe he has been a lot. Jeez. I mean, um, I don't know. I, I mean, he was in Electro. There we go. <laughs> As Daredevil. Uh, ooh, yeah, my dad made me watch Paycheck. He sucked in that. I mean, he's going to be a Flashpoint. That's actually a really cool poster for Flashpoint. For The Flash. Oh, no, that just says Flashpoint. <laughs> yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff, so. But, uh, he was um, in Good Will Hunting. That, oh wow, yeah. So I mean, that definitely sounds like a good film to I mean check out and um, yeah, you need a good cry. Yeah, it made, it made me cry so much. Um, I also watched Airplane from 1980. I've never seen. I've never seen this movie. Hilarious film. Um, it's I think a, I own it though. It's a spoof off of uh like disaster movies, I guess. And man, it's just so funny. Like there's so many different scenes and and jokes. I in do this own film. it. Okay, but wait, look on the back of it. What rating is it? PG. Uh-huh. It's PG. And there's boobs and sexual innuendos and people doing alcohol and cocaine and all this shit. Like, I was like, what? How is this a PG movie? But then again, I realized that there was not PG-13 back then. Did you know that? Have you ever seen uh, Once Upon a Deadpool? No. <laughs> you have to watch that. I haven't watched that because... Just because. You have to watch it because when we were watching that movie, this is just on PG-13, by the way. Yeah. Um, we were just, like, watching it, like, how the fuck is that PG-13? <laughs> they probably pushed the envelope super hard in that PG-13. Hardcore. Hardcore. Dude, like, Not... dude, there are so many cuss words they put in that shit other than, like, fuck, and it is so funny. But here's the thing. They never used the word fuck in that movie. Really? Not once. We waited. We were like, what is the time they're going to leave it in? When are they going to put it? See, that's the thing, it. though, is people always think you can use one fuck word. Er, one fuck word. One use of fuck in a PG-13 movie, which is not always true. It, it has to balance with everything else that's in it. You know, it's like if you have like a hardcore like stab stabby scene. I'm gonna have to. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna pick that one night for a feature week because that shit's so funny to me. Oh yeah, I definitely want to watch that sometime. So, um, but you watch sorry, airplanes pretty good. Watch it if you haven't. Don't skip on it. Um, yeah, there it is. Look at it. it's so cute. Um, and you watched. Another movie that we talked about last time, but you hadn't watched yet, is One Night in Miami. I did. I watched this in theaters. Oh, yeah, you lucky bastard. I mean, um, not lucky. I could have done it too. But. A little slow. It's a slow burn. Um, not what I expected. No, that's really fair. Honestly, I did not expect this either. even my wife was like, I wanted them to party. I wanted to see tits. I wanted to see them like <laughs> go out with the people, and all they did was sit in a hotel room and yell at each other. And I was like, yeah. You know, that's fair, and I, I agree with that to an extent. See, the trailer made it look like they were going to party no, in Miami. You're right. <laughs> you're right, they did. I mean, well, honestly, no, you're right. They did. It really did make it seem like it was a big night on the town. They're all going in cars and shit. You know, like, I'm going out, going, like, yeah, Miami. And then that's like, oh, yeah, that's the uh, that's the end of the movie. All right. Yeah, exactly. Um, however, that being said, I just found this intellectually. Well, I mean, I've talked about my thoughts on Ernie, but I found it intellectually just fine. Oh, dude, yeah. First off, 
I guess I didn't know shit about Malcolm X because I didn't realize either, he was dude. a fucking Muslim. Because I, I thought I, that I thought he either. was a Christian or Catholic priest. Right. And when he was like, "Yeah, Muslim," I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, honestly, just it which just is kind of like I had to look that up, and it like kind of broadened me up a little bit on that because I had no clue that there was such a big movement of like African American Muslims going on in, like the '60s and stuff. But like I was like, "Oh shit!" Like the history class know, is failing me, bro. I, I swear. didn't know that Muhammad Ali was a uh, Muslim. I had no fucking clue. Didn't know that before I went into this. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to convert. And I was like, I didn't know that. All right, cool. Like, there's a lot of history to learn. Uh, Sam Cooke? Yeah, he died that year that movie took place. Like, wow. He died in October of that. So, like, eight months later. Jeez, dude. Like, Well, damn. here's my thing, though. Is I, I do think, didn't they say that it was semi-fictional? It's a fictional night. In Miami, I think is what they said. But yeah, like, I don't think it's an actual thing that happened. No, but like the fact that like okay, Malcolm X and Muhammad Ali actually were close. Well, yeah, no, sure. Um, they were all friends. Like they actually knew each other. Jim Brown's still alive. Wow. He I wonder. Taught, he I wonder on he oh, actually became he an actor and shit. Yeah. Oh, I know. What I'm saying. I wonder. I wonder what he would say about the film. I wonder if he. I anything. assume he. Has, I assume there's an interview out there about it. I'm sure. Yeah, it'd be interesting to look up. But, but yeah, I was like, I was kind. I was a. I'm not, I won't say I was like blown away by the movie. I wasn't like damn, but I was like really really pushing it for three and a half because i was like it was sitting at three and a half i think i gave it three and a half i don't really remember it was three and a half or four i think four i pushed it to four because of the acting alone because the the people who played muhammad ali and um malcolm x holy shit wow the guy who played malcolm x fucking held that movie together he spent the entire time yelling at everybody and arguing with everybody and i liked the differing views on things it's weird because you could see, especially when they brought things up, he really, like, he brought it in and thought about it. And that, I, I mean, okay, and I guess okay, I don't really so know. This is also, this is retraining. You ready yeah. for this? The, the music that he puts on for Sam Cooke to be like, look at this white man who thinks he has hardship and shit. Right. Guess who that artist is? He's talking about this for guy. It's Bob it? Dylan. Oh, yeah, Bob Dylan. The, which the, I watched a, mo- a documentary about Bob Dylan, which I didn't like because Bob Dylan seems like an arrogant prick. You know what's funny about Bob Dylan is I actually had to do an English assignment on that. I think my, well, I was in college and I, she brought out a, a Bob Dylan like thing. I'm like, you have to write a, a, I mean, a poem on this. And I'm like, what? Okay. Yeah. I'm, uh, okay. So this is going to tie into Criterion Critique. I'm way behind on that, but I am not doing a Criterion Critique on Rolling Thunder Review because I hated the fucking oh, movie. Oh, which is the Bob Dylan one, right? Yeah, dude. I First off, it's not, we're jumping around, but when I'm in a good movie, watch it. Um, Rolling Thunder <laughs> Review, dude. Fucking boring shit. Nothing happened. It, I basically went in knowing nothing about Bob Dylan and walked out knowing nothing about should, Bob Dylan. You should, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, All you the should, movie was. You should was put people, up a whole. You should have put up a video just saying, just like you going. <laughs> there goes my mic. Just going. <laughs> <laughs> dude, okay, no, dude, it's so fucking bad, bro. Like Bob Dylan was in the movie and he was like interviewing. He wouldn't even look at the fucking camera. He just like looked away and was like, "Yeah, man, I was a rough time. That person was whack." <laughs> like, and then everybody they interviewed was like, "Man, Bob Dylan was such a great guy. I loved him." And I was like, "But why? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know where he's from. I don't it, know what it's no, about. I don't know the tour. I don't know any of his music. Like the movie went by. They would talk about him, say how great he was, play a song, like a full song, not even a clip from a song, the full fucking concert song, and then move on to like another person going, "Oh yeah, he was such a great guy." Well, like I don't know shit. I don't know who the fuck this is. I don't know where he's from. I don't know who he's born. I don't know anything about Bob Dylan. Why the fuck am I watching this? You know, it's funny. I think it wouldn't be a film, or it wouldn't be a uh, into the film verse episode without a Bryce Rand, and I just realized that it's beautiful. <laughs> no, just, I mean I was so I was so I, I'm full disclaimer. I didn't finish it. Bob Dylan. I had like 40 minutes left, and I was like, I can't. I just can't. I can't, bro. Like, it's two hours long of people just saying how great Bob Dylan was. 
I think he was like a big like revolutionary thing for for people of certain descent of uh, what am I trying to think? I, I guess hippies. Quote unquote, that's what hippies. I was Thank you. Now you just <laughs> see the words out of my mouth. Yeah, quote unquote hippies. Yeah. Um, I didn't I see like really one fun. person in that movie that wasn't high on drugs. My teacher was pretty much like that. Coachella. Every um, single fucking person in that audience was on some kind of fucking drug. That's hilarious. Like, I but, shit you not. The guys are like, who the fuck is Bob Dylan? I don't know, but he's coming to town, so we're going to go see him. I'm like, fuck this. It's fucking but horrible. But speaking of Criterion Critique and just that, um, what what is that for people who don't know? Uh, my goal is to go through every new release of Criterion Collection and review every single new title except Rolling Thunder Review because that movie sucks. <laughs> And uh, I'm the way next behind, one, though, I'm, I'm way behind. I still need you mining the gap. Oh, you said that one's pretty good too, right? The movie is amazing. Four and a half stars. Wow, well, that's was... a really good documentary. I would, I, that's one. That one's solid. Oh, that's <laughs> the one you really want to do on. Yeah, I mean, hey, then, it's okay. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely pump those out for you, and you'll get you'll get some good content. And then the the Ascent just came out last week, and that was a pretty good movie. It's a good war film. Oh yeah, sweet. Both of those, both the Ascent and Mining the Gap got four and a half stars for me. That's I awesome. gave Rolling Thunder three stars because I didn't finish it, and I don't. I guess if you like Bob Dylan, it would attain you more. But I don't know <laughs> fucking shit about Bob Dylan. So you know, that's interesting. Care. I mean, to find out, if, like an actual person who really likes Bob Dylan, to see if that would be. Interesting Dude, this girl. Okay, I follow her on Letterbox. She follows me on Letterbox. I posted my review of this movie, and she comments back with like, "Well, if you want to learn more about Bob Dylan, you should watch this documentary." And I was like, "No, bitch, no, I don't want to learn more about fucking Bob Dylan." <laughs> like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm this just, movie didn't do it for I'm me. Straight. I have no reason to watch more about it. I don't fucking care. I'm good. I ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't tell her that because that's rude, but, like, I really wanted to. <laughs> I mean, you just did. I mean, if you she watch it. listen is... to this fucking podcast. I don't give a shit. I'm just saying if you do listen to the podcast. This probably doesn't even know what a CD you. is. What a CD is? <laughs> Everything that's like supposed is about vinyls and shit. Like, she don't know what this is. <laughs> How do you computer? <laughs> awesome. Well, that uh, was all for the films we watched during the week. For, well, I mean, not well, all of them. I'm going to but... add a little bit more on One Night in Miami. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I watched this another documentary called I Am Not Your Negro. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to talk about it because it's really good, but like, um, it would be a great piece to put in with One Night Miami, like the double feature. Yeah. Watch it after One Night Miami because it touches on Malcolm X being assassinated. Sam, uh, I don't think we can talk about Sam Cooke, but talk about Malcolm X and like the revolutionary they caused. Sure. Martin, uh, Martin Luther King, that kind of stuff, and how Malcolm X's view and Martin Luther King's like one like, clashed. You know what I should, what I we'll also, also want to watch is the Malcolm X Denzel Washington film. I have that. I am going to watch that at some point because it's looks, over there. It looks <laughs> awesome, and I also I also bought the autobiography of Malcolm X too to, to read. Yeah, no, dude, like that. Oh my god. Okay, so one night Miami, the ending where he was like he's like leaving his house with an AK. Right. Jada was like, "Is he fucking having an AK-47?" I was like, "Well, yeah. What do you think he's gonna do? Go out there with nothing? Like, he was <laughs> fucking lit his house on fire? Like, yeah, he's gonna go out with a fucking AK-47." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, the poor guy, man. I mean, I don't know. I gotta do some more research and learning, but it just seems like I will say that like. It seems like it's fucked up, but also like nothing against the man. I don't know him or anything, but like if you're gonna go out and be like white people are devils, and then be like, why am I being attacked by racist? Well, like calling them devils, they're gonna target you. That's no. I mean, I think I think he knew that. I I mean, I really. No, that's why he's writing his autobiography. He knew he was gonna die. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, I was reading it. Honestly, his whole family died by the by the hand of white people. Well, yeah, like I get it. It's just one of those things where it's like he knew fully well he was probably gonna die by violence. It's just like. I don't, I don't condone racism, but like, if you're gonna go out and tell, like, tell racists that they're racist and they should like burn in hell and they're devils, like, they're gonna come after you. That's just what they do. Like, yeah, if you see ter- the last ter- four ter- years people. of America, like, that's what they do. They go attack people. <laughs> as as uh, Donald Glover once said, "This is America." <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. I was like, 
Jada's like, is that a gun? I'm like, well, yeah, it's a fucking gun. He's under attack. Like, yeah, you, you, would, you would think he would have a gun. You think so, exactly. <laughs> he knows what's coming. He, he flat out told them in the fucking movie, like, yo, I'm probably going to die from white people. Like, So our next film verse feature, um, obviously we, did, we didn't get to do the Warcraft today. We just thought I watched little things again. Um, but next week we're actually going to watch, instead of doing a picking a film verse feature, we're going to watch Minari. Yes, because A24 is releasing a screening thing. Tickets go on sale at 10, uh, 10 o'clock on the 12th. Sweet. Which are, is actually the day... No, it's not the day this podcast goes up. It's, it, no. It's... Two weeks. I guess it'll be two weeks. Yeah, we'll watch... Well, I guess we'll watch Minari in two weeks. But I guess so for next week... Well, it's Wednesday, so the 10th. So yeah, two weeks. So next week... We'll have to... I didn't think this through shit. <laughs> oh, no, that's okay. Um, we can definitely... We'll, we'll, you know what we'll do? We can we'll, watch we'll, Chasing Amy. Yeah, we'll watch Chasing Amy because we, we haven't finished... Uh, watched all those yet, all those. so... But yeah, so we'll watch Chasing Amy next week, and then we're also going to be watching on the twelfth, which is the day I'm picking. I think it's the twelfth. I have to check my check. I have to check because no, it goes on sale the twelfth. We can figure it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. One yeah, way or another, one of our one of our weeks is going to be Minari. Yeah, which is uh, looks like a really great film. So Stephen Yoon, yeah. it's, it's really solid. Actually, I'm going to check right now because I have it pulled up. I forgot what day it was. I didn't realize it was the third. I thought it was later. Yeah, honestly, this this year has simultaneously feels like it goes by too fast and super slow at the same time. I don't get it. <laughs> it's only four screening room. Um, but then... But yeah, one way or another, we're watching Minari on one of our Filmverse days. Chasing Amy is the Kevin Smith trilogy, okay, so or not trilogy, but We're the going to universe. be watching Minari on the 17th. Okay, yeah, that's in a, in a few so that's weeks two here. weeks from now. Two weeks. Sweet. So we have one week next... So next week, we'll watch Chasing Amy. And then we'll watch Minari the week after. Exactly, yeah. But yeah, we're watching Minari. It, we, it'll all be out for almost five days at that point. But I can't watch it any other day because they only have 5 p.m. days. 5 p.m. Oof. to start. Oof. It's like 5 p.m. and you have four hours. And I'm like, what's a two-hour long movie? No, you got to so start like, it like right then, bro. <laughs> I guess I could wait like until 6, but I work till 7. So like, I don't really have time. Wow. But yeah, it's a $20 ticket. So if you want to watch Minari, if you're listening to this and you want to watch it, go to A24 screenings. Their tickets will go on sale on the uh, at 10 a.m. on the 8th, mm-hmm. and uh, get your get your screening. It's only going to be in theaters for two weeks. Well, quote unquote theaters, screening rooms Virtual for two theaters. weeks. <laughs> I don't. I can't find it in actual theaters, so I don't think it's going in actual theaters. It might not be, which is kind of upsetting. Well, it says see all screenings, so yeah, yeah, it's um. This is interesting. We had to do it though a virtual screening instead of a little bit, yeah. So I'm kind of, of I'm kind of like confused by it because I'm like it'll sell out and I don't like that. It's weird to do it that way instead of doing. If it we can't watch Minari, I'm sorry, but I will try to get on at 10 a.m. on the 8th and try to purchase my ticket for Wednesday as soon as possible. Yeah, we'll try our best there. So, uh, well, thank you guys for joining us as we talked spoilers for MCU's WandaVision. We discussed the most recent movie releases in um, The Little Things and Our Friend. And we dived deep into the film verse to talk about films like Spies in Disguise, Airplane, One Night in Miami, and um, also we did a little plug there for Criterion Critique. Yeah, had me complain about Rolling Thunder because I hated that movie so <laughs> fucking much. Dude, I, I had that thing at 1.5 speed too, man. <laughs> you tried it on 1.5 speed and you still couldn't do it? No, man. Oh, boy, man. That's, that, you know it's bad at that point. <laughs> you still get three I, stars? Like, you I, still started off, I started off like 45 minutes of watching it in normal and I was like, I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. And I made it like 20 minutes of like 1.5, and I was like, I can't do it. I'm turning it off. <laughs> it's done. And it's turned off. Uh, new episodes come out every Tuesday, so be sure to follow us and turn on notifications to get every updates every time I post. Uh, if you want to get 
caught up with our activities outside the airwaves, you can stalk us on Instagram at Into the Filmverse Podcast. Uh, Bryce, where can people follow you and your wonderful ventures online? You can find me on Letterboxd at Pain Reviews. You should. I am over 100 movies this year so far. Yeah, I was like 117 somewhere If you look there. at my stats, I'm at 117, but like eight of those are uh, short films. So like okay. 109 feature-length films, but in a month, I mean, give me a break. Bro, <laughs> honestly, impressive. impressive. Uh, Instagram at Pain Love Cinema. You'll see me post some cool like things I find, like uh, my Halloween laser disc I just got. Da-da-da! Um, and at Twitter at Sand Green Films, which I need to start using. I like talk to you on Twitter. I got blocked on Twitter. <laughs> But oh, oh, I didn't get blocked. I got locked on Twitter for twelve hours, which is a whole different story for another time. Um, but if you want to stay connected with me and how I get locked on Twitter, when, you're, when your jokes backfire so hard, Twitter kicks you off. They did, dude. Uh, you can simply follow me on Facebook and Instagram at author Mitchell Chandler, on Twitter at Mitchell Chandler, and on Letterboxd at Mitch Reviews. And remember, Mitchell and Mitch is spelled with the Y. So that's M Y T C H E L. Um, well, that is all for this week, our fellow cinephiles. And until next time, Excelsior! Excelsior!